0: Well, y'all are probably wondering why Pastor Robert and Laura aren't here. I'm actually wondering that. Yesterday afternoon when I got the call. (laughs) No, they, about nine days ago, they were in contact with someone who tested positive for COVID a couple of days ago. They just tested positive a couple of days ago, but they were with them nine days ago. So out of an abundance of caution, uh, they're sitting out this Sunday. Uh, We won't have service this Wednesday. So we'll all be back in full swing at the New Year. I guess next Sunday's the New Year, isn't it? Or is it? Okay, next Sunday's the New Year, so we'll all be back in swing. So now I've just got to remember the rules Jake told me. I can't move. I've got a, I got from here to here. So we'll see if we can get through this. Did y'all have a good Christmas? Everybody have a great Christmas? We had a, we had a good Christmas. But I do have to tell you one story on my wife before we start since she talks about me when she's got the mic i'm going to talk about her because <laughs> she said hey let's watch some christmas movies Well, oh, i'm more sports <laughs> just sports i watch golf you know I watch some college basketball you know a little bit of basket or uh i mean college football and college basketball So she texted Laura and said, hey, give me some good Christmas movies so my husband and I can watch. So (laughs) she's looking at me weird now. So the first one was A Christmas Carol, which I had never seen A Christmas Carol, but it was with who? George C. Scott. George C. Scott, uh, an older one. It's a really good movie, actually. Good movie. So we watched that one night. And the next night, she came up and she said, you know, There's this movie with John Wayne that's supposed to be a really good Christmas song. And she said, I'm trying to remember what it is. She went, I think it's the Three Amigos. And I went. So I'm going along. I mean, I'm like, okay, I haven't seen the Three Amigos in a while. But I don't remember John Wayne, and I don't remember a Christmas theme. So anyway, we start the Three Amigos and we watched The Three Amigos to about halfway through and I look at her and say are you sure Laura suggested The Three Amigos as a christmas so she went back to her text and it was the the Three Godfathers <laughs> was what we were supposed to be watching but we were watching The Three Amigos so we got about halfway through it. She said, well, you want to watch the other one? I said, no, it's bedtime. I'm going to finish this one. I ain't going to start a whole new movie. So anyway, we, we finished that. We finished that. Get your Bibles out. Go to... these on so I can see. Go to uh, John 10, 27 right quick. Now, as I was writing all this out, I've got two sides of this little card right here. This side gets us thrown off YouTube, and this side doesn't. So we're going to attempt to stay on this good side for the majority of what we're going to talk about. Ten twenty-seven, John 1027 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and I follow them. Do you know that you hear the voice of God? What we're going to talk about is hearing the voice of God. It's imperative for you to hear the voice of God. But I think most people, they don't realize they hear the voice of God as much as they actually do. You hear the God. How many of y'all by a show of hands have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? You hear the voice of God. Whether you realize it all the time or not, God is speaking to you. You just got to learn how to hear Him. You got to learn how He talks, and then learn how to apply that to your life. It sometimes can be difficult, especially if you're going through something, to shut yourself down and just see what God's saying. But I'm going to give you four ways that, that you do hear the voice of God. The number one way, go to John 1.14. John 1.14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and, he beh- and we beheld His glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Do you know that this right here is the number one, the number one way that you hear the voice of God? It is God. This is the Word. The Word became flesh. Before Jesus was flesh, this is what He was. It's the Word. So if any time you're feeling like, I don't hear God, I can't hear God something, go pick up your Bible and hear God. Because this is Him you can find something that applies to you or, or not find something that applies to you but if you're reading this it is god speaking to you and i'm telling you in a, in a time that we're going through now where the world is trying to control you it's trying to push you in certain directions and it's trying to lead you with fear this is what you need you need to hear the voice of god pick up your bible even i'm i am horrible i have never been a good reader ever can probably tell you the number of books i've read on one hand all the way through like this just have a really hard time you know i don't know what it is but it it's amazing when you pick this up and you just read just i'll read a couple of scriptures two or three scriptures at a time and then put it down and go do something and especially since it comes out in phone so you can carry your phone with you and it's got the app. You just hit the app and just read a few scriptures. God will speak to you. Number two, creation around you. God will speak to you through the creation around you. Go to Romans one twenty. Oh, and by the way, if you set a timer for lunch, it ain't going to be ready when you get there. You're going to have to sit there and wait on it. <laughs> Romans one twenty. Let me get there. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seeing, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal uh, power and Godhead, so that they were without excuse. I'm telling you, you can look around and see God everywhere. You want to know about seed time, harvest time? You want to know why some prayers take a little bit longer than the others? Does it take an oak tree longer to grow than a, than a tomato plant? Some things it just does some things just take a little bit longer but if you've got prayers out there that you've lifted up and said god if you're believing for your kids or whatever it is some things just take a little longer but god is faithful and will do exactly what he said he would do so long you've got this bible to stand on so long you've got these promises to stand on so long you've got a scripture in your heart it's gonna happen Did you know some of the prophecies took thousands of years You know those guys that said that? They looked at him like, you're crazy. And the guy died, an old man, everybody thinking he was crazy. But it took hundreds of years to come to pass, but it happened. God's not slack on his promises. They will happen. So whether you end up seeing them in this lifetime or not, you will see them. You just got to hang on to that. Hang on to the promise. Number three, the inner witness. Go to 1 Corinthians 3.16. Are they quicker than I am? No, they're not putting them up there. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? You know, you got God living in you. That's where He dwells. That's where the Holy Ghost dwells. That's where He lives, in you as a believer. Do you ever realize, or you ever think about this? you ever wonder why, let's take two things that are, these are the ones that could have got us thrown off, but I'm going to stay real. You take abortion and homosexuality. Do you ever realize why you see it as so wrong and other people think everything's fine? Because you've got the inner witness on the inside of you. Those people just don't, they don't have it. They don't, they need Jesus to enlighten them. They need to get saved to find out to see what's right and what's wrong. You have a an ability to know what's right and what's wrong and it's on the inside of you. It's called the Holy Ghost. The, this is where I could get in trouble. But I'm not going to turn my page over. I'm going to leave it over here on this side. But some things are so clearly wrong in life and we, we look at them and go, golly, how could they do that? And they just think it's every day. Now, I do want to say this, if there's anybody watching, if there's anybody in here who's ever had an abortion, there is forgiveness. That's what God does, He forgives. But the key to that is, don't keep saying it's okay. Stop right now, live your life, go on, get forgiveness, but don't stand up there and, with your sign and say, I'll, I'm for abortion. You can't do it. We can't because that's on the inside of us. Fourth thing, still small voice. Now I'm going to give you an example of a still small voice that I've heard, and then I'm going to give you an example of one that I witnessed. It wasn't the small, still small voice. It was a still small voice in the second one. But the still small voice that come from the Holy Ghost is uh, when when I got out of the military, we were... Tracy and I, well, she was already moved back here. I was in Korea, so I I came back here. And being on the bomb squad, there wasn't a whole lot to do here in my field of expertise. So we were, I mean, I cut firewood uh, and clean chimneys is what I did. A quart of firewood at that time, David, was 50 bucks. Anybody ever cut a quart of firewood? You know how much a cord of firewood is? It is four foot wide by eight foot long. And depending on if it goes into a fireplace or a wood stove, you get either cut two foot pieces and stack them, or you cut, if it goes into a wood stove, 16 inch pieces and stack them. So that's a lot of cutting you got to do. So this is what Tracy, I think she was uh, working a couple hours up here at the church. So that's what we were doing. And uh, I got a phone call and... At that time, see that was I got out in in July of 1989. This was sometime in '91, probably. I get a phone call. Said, "Hey, we need uh, EOD techs to come and uh, clear landmine landmine fields in Kuwait. Would you like to come?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I mean, what I know how to do. And then I got to thinking. Well, let me let me say before that. Before this uh god had told tracy and i both that we were to help pastor uh, robert and laura that was our job in this church to help them whatever they needed help them that was our job so when i got that phone call this is immediately going against what god had told me but i was still thinking about it because they offered me sixty thousand dollars a year and in 1990 or 91 whatever that was a lot of money for country boy back cutting firewood so I, I told them no said i can't do it well a couple of weeks later three weeks or whatever it was i get another phone call and they doubled that offer so now i'm like who that is a lot of money and so i'm i'm not even praying about it i'm just kind of walking around thinking about what i'm going to do and i hear the still small voice it said how would you like to be out of my will in a minefield <laughs> I was like, good point. So we didn't stayed here and God has blessed us beyond what we could have ever thought. Second time. This goes back to that you can look at creation and see the see God speaking. I had a dog named Rascal who was named appropriately. He was a border collie uh just just a a plain old border collie, smart dogs. And I had him out at the ranch one time, and me and Rascal were walking around, and a deer jumps up. And this dog takes after this deer, and I am screaming at my dog to come, you know, stop, come back, quit chasing the deer, no telling else what I might have said, but, (laughs) and he just kept on going. So that was down at, at the creek, so he took off, so I just kind of, I climbed the bluff that we were next to and got up on an old oak tree that overhung the bluff that I like to just sit in. Kind of overhung the bluff, so I was sitting out there on the limb, and I am just waiting for that dog to come back. And I see him down there, and he comes back the same way he left, comes back, and he's coming over there, and he's, well, now he's looking for me. So he goes down there, he's sniffing around, and I do this and then probably uh, from here to the other building away from him, and the dog throws his head up and starts looking. He puts his nose back on the ground, and here he comes. I went, throws his head up, and comes, and that dog finds me. Comes up there, doesn't climb the tree, but sitting there looking at me up in the tree. And the difference, was the difference in those two? One of them, he had time, one time he had his heart set to chase a deer. The other time he had his heart set to find me, and that's what I'm saying. You just got to have your heart set to find Jesus, and He'll speak to you. Just look, look around. It doesn't have to be a booming voice. You don't have to. If you if you're sitting there going, I've never heard the voice of God on the inside of me. Don't worry about it. Read your Bible. That's where you're going to find it 99% of the time. I'm gonna close with this. If anybody ever asks you your opinion, like we were talking about abortion, we are talking about uh, homosexuality and all that, I, have, I, have, I believe God gave me a really good answer to them. Someone says, what is your opinion on this? I tell them, I don't have an opinion. I'm a follower of Jesus. Take it up with him. That's all we got to do, folks. Just find out what the Bible says, and then there you go. Because probably in the days to come, Probably, I don't know, but probably in the days to come, you as a Christian are going to be labeled the bad guy because you're not tolerant of everything the world is trying to push on us right now. And my suggestion to you is they're right. You're not tolerant. Doesn't mean you don't love them. Doesn't mean that you don't love the people. It just means that those, there's some things that God is really, really stern on, and that's some of them. Amen. Close your Bible. Got a prayer team? Come on up, prayer team. I told you your stew wasn't going to be ready. Anybody still make stew? Perfect. Perfect. Well, listen, Father, I just thank you today, Lord, that we are just followers of you. Lord, I thank you that we don't have to put a whole lot of thinking involved in everything. All we have to do is find out what you say about a situation, and that's our stance on it, Father. I thank you that you cover these people. Lord, I thank you as we go into 2021, that is a good year. Lord, I thank you that you bless each and every one of them in Jesus' name. Amen.